You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. I'm riding on my bike. I'm going round the block. No, I can't cross the road. I'm not allowed to do that. I'm so happy here, cuz I'm just riding on my bike. I'm going round the block. Good morning. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarrabaska Youth Group Radio Show for Monday, the 26th of October 2020. We acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. And thank you to Democracy Now! for the last hour or so of current affairs. My name's Chris and uh, like many, many, many other shows on 3CR at the moment, recording remotely uh, with the slow and gradual opening up of stage four restrictions of COVID uh, stuff here in Victoria. We could be back in the studio relatively soon, which will be fantastic. On today's show, I've got uh, a really, really great little interview with Toby from the Cherry Tree Hotel and how they're coping with lockdown and what they've done to improve their local delivery service, i.e. cruiser bikes and a whole bunch of really fun stuff that Toby will talk about in the interview. And that's my cat doing something. Okay, a little bit of news in advance. If you cast your mind back to 2017 or even 2005, Gip Street Steps Raps. Haha, <laughs> finally. Um, came across uh, the inbox late last week, or Thursday, I should say, that uh, a tender is out and uh, from Parks Vic, and they've developed a functional design of a ramp to replace the Gibbs Street steps and are now requesting tenders for engineering design services. Uh, had a look at some of the rendering stuff. It's pretty open. And it's kind of interesting to know it's good that this is moving, but the actual renders sent tender show something's got a lot more space down there than we think. But, again, with these glacial processes, or I should say intergenerational process, <laughs> for Gipps Street Steps at Abbotsford to Yarra Boulevard, it's one of these things that uh, has stopped and then has rebooted. And uh, I kind of go into where some of these smaller to medium-sized projects should be on the same level of prioritisation as larger road projects and there's probably people out there who work in this sort of stuff and political advisors laughing mightily at that well as we've seen during lockdown our open spaces and public areas are being loved to death and people are finding out things about like uh, moving around their local suburbs without cars and just getting in and out and about that some local infrastructure was sorely lacking and it would um, if state and local governments had uh, better or more improved integrated uh, communication processes, uh, things would get done swiftly and we'd have a much happier outcome. In other events, there was a really interesting article uh, that came up last week and I sent this around to a few people and this is out of The Guardian. Despite 
a loud opposing minority, low traffic neighbourhoods are increasingly popular. And this is to do with the YouGov poll uh, in the UK found positive views on LTNs. And that, uh, if you haven't heard that before, it's low traffic networks or low traffic neighbourhoods. And uh, these are things that, uh, if you've been listening to the show the last few months, and we've been talking about COVID-related matters and public space and public health and space for health. Uh, a lot of boroughs in the UK, the boroughs being the uh, equivalent of our council, have been putting in LTNs. And this article has been going into... Uh, I'll just I'll, I'll start, uh, <laughs> I'll start with the second paragraph because it's actually quite pertinent. Admit the daily froth of sometimes entirely false stories about LTNs closing roads or slowing emergency service response times. One thing is often forgotten. These schemes tend to be very popular. Mm, it's very interesting. Yeah, this is shown by new, new Gov polling commissioned by Greenpeace and shared with The Guardian, which has found that where people had opinions on LTNs, positive views were more than three times more prevalent than the negative ones. LTNs, uh, you know, they're put in bollards and spaces and all sorts of uh, traffic treatments, you know, to, you know, put a local trend, um, a local neighbourhood on a road dot, so to speak. So, back to the article. Arguably, even more notable was another element of the poll, where people were given a list of seven possible changes to local transport and asked to pick the two they found most popular. While the most popular choice was fewer potholes, picked as one of the options by 48% of people, 21% wanted more cycle routes, and 34% opted for reduced road traffic. Just 8% supported extra roads being built. And... This is, this is a bit where it gets quite fascinating because I'm going to uh, put this all in perspective in a tick. What does this all mean? It means, and I fully accept this isn't easy for me to say, this is the article's author speaking here. I echo me to say, never stood for elected office in my life, that MPs and councillors who welcome moves to boost walking and cycling amongst the first peak of coronavirus should maybe see the angry cries of people who oppose LTNs in context yeah uh, if you've been following some of this across the socials there's been a whole thing of angry plumbers and angry taxi drivers and the like now i'll put the link of this into the podcast you can probably look it up for yourself on the guardian and i'll give the uh, title again which is despite a loud opposing minority low traffic neighborhoods are increasingly popular and the uh, author is peter walker on Sunday morning, when I'm checking uh, Twitter and the rest of it, Ben Carroll. Ben Carroll, who's this person? He's our Minister for uh, Roads and Transport. And he's uh, quote tweeted uh, an article with good analysis on low traffic neighbourhoods in London. Less polluted, safer, people friendly, but take time to bed down and bring the community with you. You know. We probably spend too much time thinking um, things on social media are important and the like, but when I read something like that, I'm going, I think we've actually got a bit of a seismic change happening in the Victorian government. And 
keep going, Ben. <laughs> I think I've mentioned this on the last show about uh, the announcement to do with um, so, you know, pop-up lanes and uh, introduction of min-passing legislation next year for 2021. Now, it's, it's good, but the, the problems we have in Victoria, and I've mentioned this so many times on the show over the years, that you know, local councils are left with small budgets to do quite large things, and sometimes they just go, it's too hard. Now, we've seen stuff with making space in Yarra. At the moment, the, the projects are on hold because of council elections stuff, and they should be back for feedback oh, at the end of November. But councils just simply cannot do the capacity of putting in the infrastructure the full uh, planning and funding, they need guidance. They need stuff from the Department of Transport. And it shouldn't necessarily be at loggerheads or have poor communication processes between those two levels of government. And if you've been listening to the show, I said since March or April, we'll be doing a lot of uh, talking and work on this. And if you're nearer, you're probably sagely nodding your head going, I know what you're talking about and you're being relatively polite. Yes, I am trying to be relatively polite. We're trying to do relatively minor things in the city of Yarra. It's uh, quite uh, intriguing what's going on in Yarra, but we'll probably find out mid this week to next week what happens with the council elections. If you're interested in uh, helping fill out a survey on SurveyMonkey, there's a thing at the moment called uh, from IE Community, how has COVID-19 changed the way you travel and... It's got to take about 5-10 minutes and you'll go into running to win $200 voucher to spend at your local bike shop. So I think you probably have to nominate what your favourite bike shop is. And the reason why they're doing the survey as people start to emerge in Melbourne from lockdown will be all about looking for new ways to get about the city. It's no longer realistic to take public transport thousands of others, at least in the short term, and many people will turn to their cars, which will create bad transport on the roads. This survey is designed to help understand what we needed to respond to changing needs during after COVID-19. Now, IE community are the people running this. Uh, I don't know how feasible it is for me to um, run out the URL of this at surveymonkey.com and... How has COVID-19 changed the way you travel? I will put this into the podcast description, so please have a look at that. And it's 16 questions all up. Up next, a great little interview did with Toby from the Cherry Tree Hotel. Do you need to renew your subscription? Make a donation. Or pass on some information to a programmer. We can't get to the phone all the time right now, but we're still here. You can call us on 03... 94198377 each weekday between 1 and 5 p.m. and talk to a staff member. That's 03 94198377. 3CR Community Radio, here to stay. To enable change, we need to show broad community support. Show your support for walking and cycling in the city of Yarra by appearing as a champion on the Streets Alive website, representing your local street, neighbourhood or school. It's fast, free and simple. Learn more at streets-alive-yarra.org. A 3CR supporter.
Yeah, I'm Toby. I manage the Cherry Tree Hotel down here in uh, Cremorne, which is the smallest little suburb in Australia, I think. Uh, yeah, so we're running a delivery business out of the pub, um, which we've been running since uh, we got shut down in March. And even during the period we reopened, we were able to, uh, we kept running deliveries and closed down again, kept doing deliveries. And uh, sort of the bedrock of our delivery service is our bicycle fleet. Because a lot of, the, probably about 70% of the deliveries we do are just within this little suburb of ours. And uh, yeah, you can't beat the bicycle for, for, for speed, for, for not having to worry about parking, for anything. So you're finding it relatively easy down there cause, to use a bike because Cremorne is a really constrained little suburb. It's like a bend in the river almost, isn't it? It's a strange little pocket of the world. Um, there's tiny little streets and uh, Look, we've been blessed for, you know, with one of the, the blessings of being locked down is there's not much traffic. So it, some nights it just feels like it's ourselves and the Uber, Uber riders that are kind of rolling around and it's just us. But yeah, it is a funny little pocket, little, little one-way streets, um, virtually no bicycle lanes, but size of the streets, you know, we can, so we can sort of get around pretty well. Um, and it's, you know, some nights we'll get sort of three or four of us on push bikes and it sort of feels a little bit like Pac-Man. You sort of see each other sort of crossing over and outside. It's, you know, it's a funny little maze, this part of the world. Yeah. Yeah, but you get a lot of yielding and stuff from cars and stuff like that, wouldn't you? Yeah, they're pretty good around here. Like, it's, you know, you, you struggle to get over 40 around here anyway at the best of times if you're driving and, um, you know, even that's probably a little bit too fast. I mean, occasionally you get some joker in a souped-up sports car just going around, you know being a bit of an idiot but most of the time it's fine around here to be honest yeah beautiful i've got to ask you because we're a show about bikes and cycling and all that sort of stuff what's in the fleet <laughs> Alrighty. so um probably the flagship in many ways uh, i i managed to pick up this bike luckily for about a month before about a month before we got shut down um i was on the market for a new bike for myself my wife had a um a little Schwinn uh, cruiser, which is a glorious little bike and a, a little stubby holder in the middle of it. And it's a quick little fun thing and, you know, comfy big seat on it. And I wanted something similar. And the only one I could find was this baby pink Schwinn debutante that uh, someone was selling on eBay. And I managed to get it for 150 bucks. I think they retail for probably about 700 bucks new. Got an absolute bargain. like. One person bid on it and they realised they were in WA and they couldn't get their hands on it. And uh, I went and picked it up and it had been ridden, I think, twice. It was in absolutely immaculate condition. Uh, it took it back to the pub and, you know, with everything happening, we um, sort of repurposed it. We got uh, oven racks and uh, got zip ties down on the back to put a sort of flat sort of backing on it. Initially, we were using like pizza boxes, you know, strapped with hockey straps over the back. And it's got a basket in the front and you can put the cold drinks in there. Um, if it's a single drink, it just goes straight in the stubby holder. And then we got to a point where actually that, that wasn't enough space as such. So we got these large rectangular insulated bags and strapped that down to it. So it's got a stack of space. You could fit two slabs on the back and probably about three different bags of food at least. And um, yeah, we've had some bicycle you know, riders come down that have you know, got serious bikes and sort of laugh at it. But honestly, in terms of comfort, it's, you know, it's built for comfort, not speed. Um, but, you know, it's it, 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 it. Yeah. 
that's fantastic because you, you know the whole cargo bike thing is a whole ecosystem you can fall into but sounds like you have just done a bit of a fine-grained your, your own payload bike and it works it does it's it's a complete bodge job but it works just fine um you know we've got another one a fold-out bike that we um, strapped a melt crate to the front of um and then we also put another oven rack on another Another little cruising bike here as well, and it's got a little basket in the front. Um, and look, we've dialed them up with a variety of just lighting we've found around the pub. We've got like little pink unicorn lights on the on the screen. This uh, one side we're rocking around with a uh, this long um, it was a long uh, how would you describe it? like multicolored sort of sword from a you know two dollar shop. And the beauty of that thing was is that you'd see it coming sort of sort of you know two feet before the bike actually poked out between things. <laughs> That stage we're calling it the unicorn. Um, yeah, had a little little fan on the back that used to have little psychedelic colours and stuff, just to sort of make us more visible as well. Like you couldn't miss it. But uh, yeah, it's been a bit of fun with these things. Absolutely magnificent. And in terms of productivity, they've paid their way already. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, it was the best 150 bucks ever spent on that bike. Um, you know, it's so easy, so easy. Like it's. It, there's there's really no delivery we could do in Cremorne that we couldn't do it faster than a bike, even on these big heavy bikes than we would in a car. Mm. You know, it's it's uh, it's it's yeah, it's hands down best way to do it. This lasting delusion about children trapped in tunnels. That's how we got Aussie Q, it seems, and now everything else. I mean, now it's just a six-month pipeline from that to Australians who, who live in this alternate uh, American fantasy land where they post about Donald Trump all the time. So its ability to via Save the Children stuff to get a whole range of different political persuasions in is what I found fascinating, you know? I talk a lot in the Aussie Q videos about how your auntie, she might not be that far right wing now but she might be quite left she might just be a spiritual hippie type but there's this broad appeal to things like save the children and great awakenings there's almost a hippie like quality to it particularly when you tone down the whole MAGA element of, of traditional Q and it's getting people in there but Q is not just a conspiracy theory is it it is this conspiracy theory that is meant to drag you right after a few months so your auntie's gonna be talking about make Australia great again in six months if she isn't right now listening to Radical Radio 3CR. into like putting you know objects you shouldn't on your bike for well, too long and this is the first time i've ever heard of oven racks kind of being commandeered for um uh, pannier type thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's sort of whatever it takes i mean <laughs> we just grabbed whatever we could use here and away we went you know the power of, things you can do with zip ties is amazing yeah yeah just be a little wary on the hockey straps though but, yeah but you're getting there it sounds fantastic Cheers. Yeah, yeah. So, what's I've got to ask though? What sort of services are being delivered by bike? Oh God, everything. Uh, so, you know, we've got you know all the beers. We've got tap beers on as well. We've got a canning machine behind the bar, so we can sort of do tap fresh tap beer into a litre can, freshly sealed. Food's been the main drive main driver of the business while we've been locked down though. So we've got like a meat smoker out the front. 
Uh, Wednesday night's barbecue night, and we're going to do it tomorrow for grand final as well. Uh, so, yeah, anything from Palmer's and stuff. The, beer, the thing with the Palmer is you've got to deliver it quick because you've got chips on board. So we don't sort of farm our deliveries off to third-party providers generally. We just do it ourselves because we know we'll get there quick. You know, even just a hot water bottle in the bag, and that's, that's going to keep everything fresh. You'll be fine. And this is going to go to air on Monday, so I just hope everyone behaves themselves down in that pocket of Cremorne if, if things, you know, go the tiger's way. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a sort of a – we really don't know how this is going to play out, to be honest. Yeah, it's – yeah, uh, the, the mind boggles at the implications of what might happen. Yeah, anyway, well, we can't we can't preempt too much now, but it's good you guys have got a canning machine down there because I've heard of so many uh, businesses getting into that, especially with craft beer and stuff around the inner suburbs. It's a wise investment. Oh, mate, it's, it's paid for itself many times over since this thing started. We used to get a little bit of use out of it prior to shutdown, and then uh, it's copped an absolute flogging ever since. So, yeah, we just finished tapping up uh, nine taps today. We just used to only have sort of one or two going during lockdown, but uh, we figure we're going to be reopened. We hope it will see on Sunday, but hopefully on Wednesday. So figured, well, why not? You know, let's um, start stocking things up again. Yeah, because... The cherry tree's got one of the best kind of street frontages I've seen for just sitting out and enjoying a frosty beverage. I've been down there for a beer club meeting and it's just like, this is really lovely. It is nice. They've got park benches out there. The trees are in full bloom. There's plenty of shade. That's a beauty of it too is that, you know, you can have 30 people out there at the moment with and, and have plenty of space between them. Mm. Um, we are lucky in that regard, yeah bit about where you're located if people don't know where the cherry tree is and uh how to get down there and uh um... yeah sure we're, we're just south of uh richmond station sort of tucked away down here we sort of say if you didn't know where it was to begin with you'd never find it so we're on 53 bow main street and look if you're into bicycle riding and everything we've got uh we started last year on, on uh, melbourne cup day we have the cremorne cup which is a bicycle race around the block where we get um breweries to uh, race around the block uh, the price for them is a the Cremorne Cup and b a tap here for the rest of the year and it's a great bit of fun we're hoping we can get away with it again this year we're just sort of waiting to see what the rules of engagement of things are but we we're going to probably do it for a, a hospital charity we're still trying to determine which one that is but uh, yeah we'll get through tomorrow and then uh, then we'll start seriously planning that one Excellent. So, you're like, you've got a website and you're on the socials and people can check you out that way as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, jump on Facebook, you can find the Cherry Tree Hotel uh, or on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, if you need a delivery in the meantime, we've got our website at um, delivery.thecherrytree.com.au. Fantastic. Anything you want to say in closing? Um, yeah, look, uh, look, it's a great spot out the front. If you're ever feeling like a bike ride and you need a bit of a refreshment, there's plenty of room out there. Um, come down and uh, come and say good day. Common Social Change Library is an online collection of educational resources for those campaigning for social change. It collects, curates and distributes the key lessons and resources of progressive movements around Australia and across the globe. The library includes over 500 resources covering campaign strategy, community organising, activist history, digital campaigning, 
diversity and inclusion, and much, much more. During October, the Commons Library is running a crowdfunder to help keep its collection updated and free to the public. To make a tax-deductible donation, visit www.commonslibrary.org. Commons Social Change Library is a 3CR supporter. This week's Yarra Bicycle User Group radio program should be podcast soon on 3cr.org.au forward slash podcasts or go to yarrabug.org forward slash radio. If you want to find additional details of what we discussed today, these podcasts are produced at Melbourne's activist radio station 3CR. Presenters are all volunteers and 3CR's existence depends upon the financial support of our listeners. Go to 3cr.org.au Click on the support tab and select either donate, subscribe, shop or fundraisers. Your subscription or donation keeps 3CR on air. On my bicycle, on my bicycle, yeah. The Rainbow Door is a free, culturally safe, specialist helpline for all LGBTIQA plus Victorians. The helpline provides information, support and referral from experienced peer workers on issues including mental health, family violence, relationships, suicide prevention and sexual assault. For information, support and referral, call the Rainbow Door on 1800 729 367. That's 1800 729 367, 10am to 6pm every day. Switchboard is a 3CR supporter. would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Vacro's Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.